Every believer needs to be filled with the Holy Spirit and get to know the Holy Spirit. Some people, they, they, they treat him as though he's an optional extra. Like if you went to go and buy a car and, you know, you're buying a car and, and they say, well, if you want, um, as an optional extra, we could throw in a steering wheel. And you're like, what? <laughs> that's not an optional extra. That's, that's pretty essential. I need to be able to steer my car. And then you go, and that, oh, and also, if you want another optional extra, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll throw in an engine. We can put an engine, if you pay a little bit more, we can put an engine in your car. You're like, no, that's not an optional extra. That is absolutely essential. To my, I need power in my car. The Holy Spirit, He is the steering wheel of our lives. He's our guide. He leads us into all truth. We need the Holy Spirit to lead us into truth, heavenly truth, truth of God. And the Holy Spirit is the engine of our life. He's the power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Paul said, when I came, I didn't come with wise and eloquent words. I came with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of man, but your faith would rest on the power of God. We need power in our life. Power of the Holy Spirit. And um, we must be filled with the Spirit. Let me just take my... Even as I'm speaking... I can see some of you drawing on the Holy Spirit. Just, you know, you, you can be filled with the Spirit, but then you can also keep being filled with the Spirit. You can be overflowing with the Spirit. Amen. That's good. Yes and amen. Ephesians chapter 5, 17 says, it says, be filled. Keep being filled. Don't get drunk on wine, but be filled. And it's, and it's continuous. Keep being filled with the Holy Spirit. It's overflowing even as I'm speaking, you can just be drawing on saying, yes, Holy Spirit, give me more. I want more. I want more. I got, I got filled with the Spirit when I was 14. And I was attending these revival meetings that my dad was hosting uh, in Adelaide. And they, would, they were going all through the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night. And people were getting drunk in the Spirit. And I'd kind of grown up in this and I'd seen it, but I'd never experienced it for myself. And, and so I went along to these meetings and I'd see people like lining up. People would just line up. My dad, after he preached, he'd just go down the line, poof, just fire, 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 praying for people, just receiving impartation. And people would be going over under the power. The glory of God would just overwhelm them and they'd get so filled, they'd just fall under the, the power. That's biblical. We see it in, in the Bible. And they would fall under the power. And I thought, wow. This looks, this looks good. I want this. And people would be laughing in the spirit, joy of God, because God invented joy. God invented laughter. Some people think the devil invented laughter, but he didn't. It was God he invented it. And he wants us to laugh because laughing makes us happy. Born again believers, we should laugh. Hey, we, we should just, sometimes we should, our spirit should tell our face that we're saved, that we're born again. You know, because <laughs> sometimes it's just our faith and our emotions and our sadness that's in control. But we are born again believers. Amen. We're not, we're not, 
We're not sucking lemons. Come on. Amen. Walking around sucking lemons. We are, we are far greater than that. Amen. You might go through some difficult times and hard times. But you know what? Even in those hard times, you can still get a hold of God. You can get a hold of supernatural joy. And that joy can fill you. Because it's, not, it's joy that's beyond our understanding. Amen. I tell you, there's times when you might be facing the most difficult circumstances. It just seems like there's no answers. There's no way out. And, and the joy of the Lord is our strength. Joy is like warfare. It is powerful. Imagine the, the devil's throwing everything he can at you, and then he just sees you laughing. <laughs> joy of the Lord is just coming upon you and just laughing. He's like, oh my goodness, what can I do? Who are these people? What, what kind of person is this? I've thrown everything I could. And they're laughing. <laughs> Bible says that God sits on the throne and he laughs at his enemies. Amen. That's our God. That's the God we serve. We laugh at our enemy. Enemy can try what he wants. We crush him under our feet and we laugh in his face. Amen. There's times you just need to be filled with his joy and just laugh. And you gotta you just, you just have to keep drinking, amen. New covenant, the new wine of the spirit. You can drink on the new wine of the Spirit. And so I was at this meeting and people were falling under the pound. People were laughing in the Holy Spirit. And I just remember looking at this thing and this is amazing. I want this. I have to have this. And so I went up to the line and, and there was a whole new line of people. And I was standing there. I was like, yes, I'm ready to receive this. And he came down the line. It's like fire. People was like, poof, poof, poof. he came to me, put his hands on me. Fire. Nothing happened. Next person poof, went over fire. Fell, fall, fall, fall. And I was just standing there like. You know, one one stalk of wheat and after a big cyclone or something. Is my button down? Am I showing too much? Am I showing too much chest here? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> All right, getting distracted, right? <laughs> All right. All right. We're back. We're back. Holy Spirit. And so, yeah, nothing happened. I'm like, what is going on? How come they received it? And so I came back the next night and I got in the line again. I'm like, I've got to, I've got to get some of this. Like everyone's having fun except for me. And I want to experience what it's like to have God come upon you and fill you. And, and just his joy just overflows so that you, you, you can't, it's like you can't stop it. It's just overflowing. You're just laughing. That's what these people were doing. And so, again, fire, fall, 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 nothing, fall, 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 fall. Is happening, and I, and I, I kind of think that Holy Spirit was just holding back a little bit on me because every time nothing happened, I just got a little bit more hungry. I just got a little bit more hungry. I'm like, I gotta get some of the what is oh, I started to get desperate. I started to get desperate. Holy Spirit, I must have this. I want to experience you, I want to feel this, I want to laugh with joy. And then one night, I went up and uh, my dad called people up, and I was the first one up. I just ran up. I was so hungry that night. I was just, just wanting to draw everything of the Holy Spirit. And I was the first one that my dad prayed for. They didn't have time for catches. There was no catches. Normally you have catches, but there was, you know, I just got there too quick. And my dad, he just started before there was any catches. And there was this big brick wall like behind me. And uh, he prayed for me and bow, I got it. I got the full, the full dose, the, 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 like the buildup of, of of three days of not getting it I got it all at, at once and I went flying backwards power of God just hit me I went flying backwards and I remember like flying backwards like this and smashing my head into the brick wall and then landing on the ground screaming with laughter 
I was just laughing. I was like, ah! <laughs> just overwhelmed by the joy of God. And then as I was laughing, I'm thinking, Haha, why isn't my head hurting? My head should be bleeding. I, hit, I, mean, I think I hit that wall pretty hard. And it wasn't. I was fine. I felt no pain at all. And I laughed about two hours, drunk in the Holy Spirit. And uh, I didn't care. I didn't care what anyone thought. I didn't care what anyone thought. I had boldness. You know, when people get drunk on one, they have like, yeah, I'm so bold. You know, Dutch courage, I think they call it. You know, you get drunk in the Holy Spirit, you get boldness. Boldness to preach the gospel. Boldness to step out in the gifts. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit. I remember for two hours, I was just laughing. And I, and I could I could sort of hear that my, my laughter was reaching right to the back of the church and everywhere. I knew everyone could hear me. I didn't care. I was just letting it out. And, and it was, I felt so much joy, just the intense joy of God. And uh, they had to pick me up and carry me and put me in the car and drive me home because I, I, like, I, I couldn't walk. I was just drunk in the spirit. And uh, I tell you, I, I was a different person after that. God got a hold of me. It was awesome. We got to be filled with the spirit. You might not always have that experience, but get hungry. And you can, you can have that. Maybe even tonight, there might be a release of supernatural joy. Amen. Sometimes in the church, we can get a bit too serious. God says, guys, just chill out. Have a little bit of the new wine of the, of the new covenant of the Holy Spirit. Drink and get refreshed. Hey, even now, just say, yep, thank you, Holy Spirit. I'll take a drink. I'll take a drink. This isn't, this isn't sacrilegious or irreverent. The, 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 the early church was birthed in this stuff. Holy Spirit came in like a mighty rushing wind, like fire. And it fell upon the believers. And they got filled with the Spirit, began to, began to pray in tongues and began to, began to declare the praises of God. And people out on the street thought they were drunk. How do you think someone's drunk? Because they sound drunk. They, they obviously were acting a bit drunk, sounding drunk. The new church got, got birthed in this. God started His church in this. And then the church just over the centuries just sobered up <laughs> and got religious, got serious. God's bringing his joy back to the church. Amen. Back to believers. Back to believers. So, Lord, Holy Spirit, I need some of this. I need some fresh new wine. New wine. You don't get a hangover with this wine. <laughs> We receive, we drink, we drink Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, he's, he's our guide. He leads us. We have this inward witness of the Holy Spirit. And he, and he guides us. We have a discernment. We can discern between spirits. We can, what is uh, demonic, what is from God, angelic activity in a meeting, what, what different demonic spirits are trying to operate around people's lives. We actually can have a discernment of those things. We can discern different anointings in the meeting. Sometimes the Holy Spirit is a gentle, quiet wind. There's that peace. There's that stillness. Other times he's a mighty rushing wind. And there's an anointing as a warrior, a mighty warrior anointing, a victorious, shouting, bold anointing that can come in. And, and so if that anointing is trying to manifest the bold, victorious anointing, then don't try to do the soft, quiet. Oh, no, let's just do the soft. Okay, no, you've got to flow with the Holy Spirit. No one knows where he goes. It's like the wind. You've got to flow with the Holy Spirit and just discern those anointings. In praise and worship, you just you discern what, what's he doing. 
and, and, and find what's he doing and then just partner with that, flow with it. You'll just release heaven into situations. And the Holy Spirit, he can, he can, he can warn us about things, about upcoming dangers. He, he can guide us and protect us. I remember one time in Hong Kong, I was, um, we just moved into a new house and uh, we had this pathway leading down from our house that wasn't lit. And so you had to kind of walk in the darkness. There was bush all around our house. Um, lots of trees, lots of high grass and stuff. And the light was only down at the bottom of the path. And I remember it was like the first or the second night of moving in, I had to, had to go out somewhere. And it was the middle of the summer. So I had my thongs on, my flip-flops. And I was walking down the hill and it was, it was dark. I couldn't really see very well. But, but I, just, I just had to go. And I remember I was walking down and, and I was about to take a step and I felt the Holy Spirit saying, don't put your foot down. And I was like, whoa. And, and I, so I stepped backwards, but it was so strong. It, like, it just, it, and it's almost like, it's like my spirit heard it before my mind heard it. Because if it was just my mind, I probably wouldn't have had enough time to process it and I would have stepped. But my spirit processed it very quickly. And I just went, don't step, okay. And I didn't step. I was like, wow, what, what was that? That's weird. And I was trying to look what's on the ground. I couldn't see it. And, um, and, and I had a bag with me, you know, like my man bag. <laughs> and, uh, and so it was about, you know, kind of that long. And I, I could see, like, vaguely see something on the ground. I was like, what is that? And I, and I put my, I sort of put my bag, I hovered it over the top of it. And I saw this thing move. I was like, whoa, okay, what is that? That's weird. I, I almost stepped on that thing. What is that? I thought, is that a snake? And so then I, 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 like, I got down on my hands and knees, and there was some light further down, like some dim light. And I got down on my hands and knees, and I sort of put the light behind the object that was on the ground, and I could see it was a snake. It was this, this snake about this big, but it was coiled up in that S position. It was like ready to strike. It was like this. I was like, oh, my goodness. I nearly stepped on that thing, and I had thongs on. And... Um, I was like, what am I going to do? Because I, I, I had to go out. I had to get to this place, and, but I couldn't, couldn't go around. Or, and so I just, I just kind of reached into the bush next to me. I was just looking for a stick or something, and I found this, this old iron, you know, like when you build fences and, and those old, yeah, star picker. But it must have been old because it was like rusted, but it was sharp. The edges had rusted sharp. And I picked it up, and I just went, whack. <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry for any snake lovers, uh, but um, you know, it says we'll trample on snakes and scorpions, right? Um, but anyway, like this thing was threatening me and had to do something, and I just whacked it and it just chopped its head off. That one strike just chopped its head off. I wasn't even aiming, I was just like, Gah! and its head just got chopped off, and I picked it up and I flicked it in the bush. The next day, I came back and when it was light, and I had a look, and I saw it was a bamboo pit viper. And, and they're not deadly, but if, if you get bitten by them, it'll put you in hospital and you'll be in extreme agony for quite a long time, for quite a few days. And it's like the Holy Spirit just spared me of that. Hey? He, he gives us warnings. And, and if, we spirit, if, we, if our spirits are sensitive to Him, we will hear those warnings. Another time, my dad, he was, um, he was in America about to go and preach at a conference and he was in the hotel room with, with my mum. And they were, they were walking out the door. He had just opened the door. He was walking out the door. And he heard the Holy Spirit saying, you need to pray for your son, Ryan, right now. You need to intercede and pray for him right now. And he's like, wow. And he said to my mum, I have to, go and, have to go and pray for 
Ryan right now. It was this urgent burden of prayer. You know, sometimes in the spirit, like a burden of prayer comes on you and you can't just ignore it. You shouldn't ignore it. You should actually just be faithful with it and begin to just pray. Sometimes you don't know what you're praying for, but it's spirit-led. The Holy Spirit's leading you to pray for something, to intercede for something. And so he went into the room for about 10 minutes. Lift up Ryan, whatever this is. God, I just lift him up. I just pray. And he's just praying in tongues. And after about 10 minutes, he just got this big breakthrough in the spirit. Felt a peace. And uh, he thought, okay. That's it. It's done. I can go. And he went. He went and did preach at the conference. When he came back, he got a phone call that said, "Your son Ryan has just been in a very horrific accident, but he's okay." And and what had happened is that I was driving my car and I came up to a T section. You know, I came to the road here and there was this big long road going this way, on the right and the left of me. And but it was really blind. I needed to turn right. And it was really blind. I couldn't see. I couldn't see down the road, and so I just pulled out. And um, as I pulled out, I just heard this, and I looked. I went, "Oh no!" And I just saw this huge, big Ford Falcon bonnet just coming straight at me. It had locked up its brakes, and it must have been flying down the road. And it was just coming straight at me. I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> you know, just it just hit me. And I was driving a yellow station wagon, and it turned it into into a banana my, my car looked like a banana because it hit me right here and it, it pushed it pushed my door into the middle like where the handbrake is it, you know so where I was got pushed all the way and my car spun around a few times and it ended up because I went back a few days later and I looked at all the skid marks and my car ended up on the other side of the road about 20 meters down the road that was the impact and and I didn't get injured the only thing I had is just a little bit, like a little bit of a bruise over here. And, and I remember just like being like this and thinking, oh my goodness. And I got my seatbelt off and I climbed out the other side. Um, but then I was actually concussed. Now, I don't know if you've ever been severely concussed, but I couldn't, I, like, I couldn't remember anything. I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, I've, I've got very vague memories of this. I've got a few like vague memories of stuff happening. But my boss who I was working with at the time, he was in front of me and he, he, he went first and, and then he looked in his rearview mirror. He saw this guy screaming down the road and he thought, Ryan, don't pull out. And then he saw me pull out. He's like, oh no. And he saw the impact and he came running down the road, Ryan! <laughs> you know? And then he saw me stumble out of the car and, um, and he's like checking, you know, are you all right, man? Like, you sure you're okay? And I was like, yeah, I think I'm okay. And, and, um, and then, you know, there was crowds of people gathering and you know they heard this horrific crash and it's but it's like angels were protecting me that that prayer that prayer that burden of prayer like what would have happened if my dad didn't pray maybe he got the phone call and it was a different kind of a phone call your son ryan's just been killed in a car accident and then how's how how good is the holy spirit um it was friday and i'd just been paid and uh so my, my wallet was, it had cash. It had my whole salary cash in my wallet. And I was in the front seat. And um, after the accident, I was sitting on the side of the road. And we're waiting for the ambulance to come, the police to come. There was this crowd of people gathering everywhere. And my boss, Peter, he said, Ryan, you better go and get your, your wallet and all your stuff out of the car because it's going to get towed away. And he knew that I had been paid. And so I went to get my stuff. And, um, I, you know... I can't actually remember doing this, but he was telling me that I did this. And I got all my stuff, and I got my wallet, and my wallet was empty. 
there was no someone had taken the money out of my wallet um, and I said Peter like uh, I don't have any money in my wallet like and um, he said oh no someone's taken your money and then he reckons the next thing I did is I just I turned to this crowd of people probably about 20 people that had gathered and they were just like watching everything and I walked up to the crowd and I walked up to one guy in the crowd and I said you you've got my wallet you better give it actually I, I didn't have my, my wallet my wallet was missing and so I walked up to someone and I said you've got my wallet you better give it back now and I, I, don't, I actually don't even remember doing this but but Peter said this is what happened and uh, I have like vague memories of this guy's face and as I said that he went oh uh, and he reached into his pocket and he pulled out my wallet he gave me my wallet back hey <laughs> So it's like even in that state, the Holy Spirit was leading me. <laughs> he was guiding me. He was protecting my finances. Amazing, hey? How good is the Holy Spirit? That guy got a pretty big shock. <laughs> Don't mess with God's children, hey? You receive power to be a witness. Witness for Jesus. You know, when you're led by the Spirit, you, you can begin to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. And I, I don't operate in the gifts as nearly as much as I want to. Hey? How many of you want to operate at a greater level in the gifts of the Spirit? And uh, maybe we just got to practice more. Amen. And tonight, at the end, we can, we can just have a practice. And it's safe. It doesn't matter if you get stuff wrong. But you're never going to learn if you don't practice. But the more we get to know the Holy Spirit, discern the anointings, um, the more we step out in it, the more we're going to become in tune to Him, sensitive to Him, and begin to just move in the gifts. And it's not as hard as we think it is. I think sometimes we, we make out like it's so hard, and um, who am I? Like We'll just leave that for the, the pastors and the big ministries. But the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, He came to everyone. It didn't just come to the apostles. He, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And it says, you will, my, daughter, my sons and my daughters, my servants will prophesy all. We'll prophesy. All of us can move in the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. There's no, there's, there's, there's no clergy and laity in the Bible. We're all the royal priesthood of God. Priests of God. Amen. We all can be used by the Holy Spirit to witness. And it's not as hard as we think it is. And I remember one time uh, in a meeting, in a service um, in, in Adelaide, probably 600 people in the service. And we're just in the middle of worship. And I remember just, I was one of the leaders in the church. And I remember just standing on the front row, just looking around at the congregation. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit, He just highlighted two people in the congregation to me, a, a male and a female, young, young people. I didn't know whether they together, married, boyfriend, girlfriend, brother, sister, friends, or maybe don't even know each other. But I turned and I saw them, and both of them just seemed to be highlighted in my spirit. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say, two decisions two decisions and that's that's all i heard the holy spirit saying just said two decisions and then so i got up on the microphone i said hey um hey everyone hey gone so, uh i just feel like the holy spirit is highlighting those two people over there and i was pointing to them like yes th those those two people there the holy spirit's highlighting them i'm not sure whether your boyfriend or girlfriend or or what but the holy spirit says that you, there's two major decisions that you have to make and he wants you to make the right decision. And, and please don't make the wrong decision. 
The Holy Spirit is singling you out today because he wants you to make the right decision. And 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 that's all I've got. <laughs> and so if you want to come and talk to me afterwards, you can. And so then I went and sat down and we kept we kept worshiping. And so after the meeting, these guys they came, the, the guy, he came up to me and he said, Well, I know that one of the decisions is that I need to give my life to the Lord. I've I've been feeling this for a long time and 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 I know that I just need to give my life to the Lord. And so right there and then I, I led him to the Lord. Um, I baptized him in the Holy Spirit. And then we took him out to the baptism tank and I baptized him in water right there. He got the full combo, the full works deal right there. Born again, baptized in the Spirit and baptized in water. And uh, he didn't tell me what the other decision was. But um, the next day, one of the other elders phoned me and uh the wife of, of the elder, um, she'd been speaking to the girl. The girl spoke to her. And the girl said, I, I know, yeah, th- there's a decision that I have to make. And um, I'm actually pregnant. You know, they weren't married. She said, I'm pregnant and I'm booked in to have an abortion this week. And um, God just spoke to me, basically told me not to do it. And... Um, and she said, actually, on the, on the way to the meeting tonight, I was praying, God, please single me out in the crowd. And if you don't single me out, I'm never going to set foot in a church ever again. And she said, and she said when I began to single her out, she just got goosebumps all over her arms. Goosebumps. And she knew God was speaking to her. And she said, I'm not going to go ahead with abortion. Amazing, hey? Didn't need a big, profound word. Just all I heard was two decisions. Sometimes God will just give you one word, something simple, a picture. Just be faithful to share because you don't know what that word can do in someone's life. It could save a child's life. And what actually happened is she had a miscarriage a little bit later. God spared her spending the rest of her life suffering with the guilt of having an abortion. Isn't he amazing, hey? Isn't God awesome? That's when you just, you're led by the Spirit and you, you're prepared to step out in the Spirit. You're prepared to be sensitive to the Spirit. He can lead you. He can lead you in these things. It's awesome. Remember one time that uh, my friend and I were witnessing on the streets. We're trying to lead people to the Lord and just had a passion for souls and seeing people saved and coming to know Jesus Christ the greatest miracle of all miracles we just had such a heart for the lost and we're on the streets trying to witness and just didn't seem to be going well and and we're we're struggling we're like what are we doing and we felt the Holy Spirit say Ryan go back to your house and phone some prostitution agencies and tell these people how much Jesus loves them so like you're like you'd normally you'd never do that right like, and so my friend and I we went back to my house and, and we like looking through the phone book <laughs> for these like escort agencies <laughs> and um, and I remember I, I phoned one and it was actually like a gay a gay escort agency and um, and I phoned and I phoned and I could hear the guy was was gay who answered the phone and I said um, oh hello and and I said, oh, how much do you charge? <laughs> he told me that the figure, like $90 for half an hour, $120 for an hour. 
And I said, wow, that, that, that is just not enough. You should be charging a lot more than that. He's like, so, sorry, pardon? I said, Jesus paid so much more for you on the cross. You're worth so much more than that. <laughs> and he was like this stunned silence. And I said, I just want to tell you that Jesus really loves you. And, and I'm sorry for the way that the church has treated homosexuals. And, and I'm sorry if they've hurt you. But that's not my Jesus. My Jesus, he loves you and he paid a great price for your soul. He, he, he loves you and he wants you to know him. And for about 10 minutes, I, I shared the gospel with this guy and I could hear, you could hear his voice crackling on the other end. I knew he was like crying a little bit and I could hear he was getting other phone calls, but he was ignoring them because you could hear like the boop, 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 boop. And he was just, he was just ignoring, he was just listening as I was telling him about the love of God. And I don't know if, if he ever got saved and what impact that has, but I hope one day I'll see him in heaven. And, and we, we did that with quite a number. We phoned, he, he had a turn, my friend had a turn, then I had a turn, then my friend had a turn, then I had a turn. It was like, oh, what happened? And Holy Spirit just led us to do that. And who knows what kind of fruit that'll have. You need the Holy Spirit in your marriage. My goodness. I could not imagine being married without having the Holy Spirit in my marriage. I mean, God invented marriage. It's God's idea. So he's the author of marriage and he knows how marriage should work. And uh, sometimes I also think like marriage is God's sense of humor. You know, puts a man and a woman together and says, ha ha ha, make it work. (laughs) And we just like, we just don't get each other and what is going on. And I remember after the first month, before we were married, my wife and I, we actually never had a fight, which... I think it probably is healthy to have a fight before you get married. Like just you know, to learn, to get some tools on how to deal with conflict and, you know, figure this other person out that's from Venus or Mars or whatever they say. But remember, after about a month, we had this big fight. I'm like, I've got no idea what's going on right now. I just don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know how to solve this. I don't know what to do. And, um, you know, we kind of fumbled our way through it. You know, and then a bit later we had another fight. I'm like, what's going on? Like, I don't know how to deal with this. And, uh, and then eventually I realized, uh, you know what, you, Ryan, uh, you can actually ask the Holy Spirit for help in your marriage. And so then there was times we'd have an argument and a fight and there's tension and, you know, frustration. You're both tired and you've had a terrible week and you're wanting something from each other, but you're so empty. You've got nothing to give. And then you're just clashing and... You know, and so sometimes we'd be sitting on the couch and, and we're, we're trying to figure this thing out and, and we just can't. And I'm saying, Holy Spirit, help. <laughs> Have you ever done that? <laughs> Holy Spirit, I need some help right now. Please don't leave me here. And, uh, you know, often I like I'm talking to Carly, but like my, my, my mouth is moving, but my spirit on the inside is going, help, help. <laughs> Holy Spirit. And uh, sometimes I've just heard him just say well Ryan why don't you lead the way in apologizing because this is kind of half your fault <laughs> don't, yeah and he's like just humble yourself just humble yourself don't be proud don't be stubborn just lead the way in, in apologizing and and so sometimes I'll just be Kai you know what I'm sorry I'm sorry and it just breaks the whole the whole thing and she's like oh oh yeah, me too. I'm sorry. And all of a sudden, we resolve this thing. It gets worked out. It's like the Holy Spirit just helped me. It was so simple. Remember the other day, I was I was just struggling, feeling discouraged about stuff. 
and I was I was praying, but I was complain praying. Ever done that? <laughs> complain praying, <laughs> just complaining to God. <laughs> and and um, I was just feeling like different people's disappointment and I'm, I'm not haven't been good enough for this person i've let this person down and the enemy just tries to pile that junk on you hey just tries to get you to agree with it and uh for about 20 minutes i was just complaining to god and and just feeling like just this bit of an you know bit of a letdown and bit of a disappointment and then i heard holy spirit say to me he said ryan i'm not disappointed with you i just heard that in my spirit ryan i'm not disappointed with you Tell you something just broke, like instantly just broke off my life. Refreshing and strength came back. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm actually not those things. I'm actually all right. I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually okay. Like not being ego and, and big headed and stuff, but like actually, no. God loves me, and God's brought me through some stuff, and God's trained me in some things, and He's given me some wisdom, and I know I've helped people, and yeah, I've been a blessing to be. And I'm, I know that I'm a blessing to my wife and my children, and. And God loves me. He's not disappointed. And suddenly just built myself up again in the Lord. Amen. Just came with one word. Ryan, like you're hearing, you're hearing the enemy just swirling around your head. You're hearing your own thoughts of disappointment. And then God breaks through. He says, Ryan, I'm not disappointed with you. Need to hear God saying that over us. Amen. Don't agree. Don't agree with discouragement. Don't ever disagree with, don't, don't ever put yourself down. Words are so powerful. Hey, words are so powerful. There was a time a little while ago when I, I was being just negative about myself. I won't go into the whole thing. I was, I was, I was speaking negative things over myself and, and literally a spirit of discouragement just came over me and suddenly I felt like horribly discouraged. I felt like giving up ministry. This was only like a few months ago. I'm like, what's the point? I'm, I'm just going to give up. I, I just, I'm useless at this. I can't do that. I'm just going to give up. And, and I went to bed and, and I had this dream. And, and I won't go into it, but through this dream, God revealed, Ryan, this is not you. This is a spirit of discouragement. And I woke up and, and once I realized that, I thought, oh, this is easy to deal with now. And I just, I, just went and I just went in my prayer room and I just began to break that spirit of discouragement. I just said, I take authority over this thing in Jesus' name. I'm not going to accept this. I just break it right now in Jesus' name and I command it to go. And guess what? thing just evaporated. It just went. Suddenly felt courage. And then I began to agree with heaven. In fact, while I was in the middle of this discouragement, a, a, a friend of mine who's a prophet, like a full-on prophet, he was, on the, he was in Germany and he felt to phone me. Just out of the blue, I was walking through this discouragement, agreeing with discouragement. He calls me out of the blue. He says, "Ryan, I don't know why. I just feel to tell you, um, you know, it's really important what you think with your mind and what you speak with your mouth and what you agree with, and that don't don't agree with discouragement. Don't speak negative things over yourself. You need to speak the truth of God over yourself." And he said, "I don't know why, but I just feel to tell you this." I'm like, I was being quiet, but I was like, I know why. <laughs> and and so then. Then that night I had the dream and I realized this is a spirit of discouragement and I broke it straight away. Once you know what spirit is operating, you can break it straight away because the Bible says, submit to God, resist the enemy and he will flee. You have authority. He can't stick around. We don't have to like fight and battle and struggle for hours and days and weeks and months with the devil. Just a word. No. In Jesus' name, I break this thing. I say it will not operate in my life. I break it. I rebuke it. I command it to go right now. 
and it has to go. Amen. Amen. You guys doing all right? Doing good? Holy Spirit, He can speak to us in dreams. Give us dreams. He gave me my whole assignment in a dream one night. Holy Spirit. And uh, sometimes he, God, the only time God can speak to us is when we're asleep. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. It's the only time we shut our mouth, <laughs> switch our mind off. That's when our mind and our body is resting. It's low. It's, it's, and our spirit, is, our spirit doesn't sleep. It's still active. It's fellowshipping with, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can actually like speak a lot clearer. He can give you dreams, give you pictures and visions. And, and he, just, he just gave me this dream. And I, I don't want to go into it, but he gave me my whole assignment in this dream. And uh, we can be sensitive to dreams. If you want to activate dreams, godly dreams in your life, whenever you get a dream, write it down because it means you're taking it seriously. And when you take it seriously, God will give you more, more dreams. And God can, God can warn you in dreams. God can give you direction in dreams. I've had reoccurring dreams. Um, for, for a two-year period before I left Hong Kong to start my ministry, I had this recurring dream just happen regularly. And then one night I had it two, two of the same dream in the one night I thought wow God is really speaking to me he's trying to get my attention and then I spoke to this prophet friend I know and he's really good with dream interpretation and, and he, he confirmed something that, that God was speaking in my life and uh, that actually when I, when I brought that to other people and I processed it through it actually led to us knowing that God wanted us to leave Hong Kong and start a ministry in Australia just came through dreams and so Holy Spirit can activate dreams I'll pour out my spirit. You'll dream dreams. You'll see visions. Supernatural is awesome. Amen. <laughs> Being led by the spirit is awesome. I, I just couldn't imagine, you know, raising your children. You need the Holy Spirit to raise your children. Because, I mean, who knows how to raise children? <laughs> Those crazy little things that live in our house. <laughs> They're awesome. I love my children. Children are awesome. God is... God gave you your children he didn't give them to someone else he gave them to you because you're the right person to raise those children amen he, he you, you're there to mentor them to demonstrate to model to them what it is the spirit-led life and um and we, I, I rely on the holy spirit to to raise my children and um i rely on words of knowledge holy spirit sometimes will reveal things to me about much of what they're struggling with what they're facing one time, I'll try not to reveal too much, say too much, but one of my, my children, you know, we, we don't allow them to have smartphones. You know, and we limit their access to the internet. Because a lot of children get lost when they go through puberty and then they, they just have all this access. They get lost to the spirit of the age through smartphones, through the internet, because they have access to anything and everything. And the enemy just loves that kind of access. And we protect our children from that. I've, 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 we purposely protect our children from the spirit of the age, which is a blinding spirit that wants to blind their minds so that they cannot see the glory of Christ. It's a deceptive spirit, amen, who wants to get them to chase after other things. And every now and again, that, that spirit tries to get on your children, the spirit of the age. And you've got to protect your children from the spirit of the age. And it takes discernment to know that spirit-led discernment at times. There's been little things at times that, that'll trouble us in the spirit. Something that they're saying or 
something that they're going through and we get troubled in our spirit, we're like, what is this? And we go and pray, Holy Spirit, what is this? Reveal to us what they're facing. And then we'll, we'll deal with it. We'll address it and break it off them, get them free from it so that they can carry on walking with God and, and come into the things of God. And, and so we, we do let them have computers, but with limited access. And, uh, and so, so one time my daughter was being tempted with some stuff, looking, you know, just curious, looking, looking at some stuff. And this came up in my spirit. Holy Spirit said, Ryan, your daughter's been tempted with this, this stuff. I thought, wow, okay. And so I, I just sat her down very gently and just said, how are you going? You know, just didn't come in like, oh, what's happening? What are you doing? Don't do that. Like make her feel guilty and ashamed and hide. No, just empowered her. Just bring it out in the open. Just said, you know, I just feel like maybe you're struggling with this. And she's like, yes, I am. I have. I've, I've looked at some stuff and I'm, and I'm, I'm struggling. And, and so then we, we helped to set some boundaries, to adjust some other boundaries. But, but that thing, it just, it broke. It broke that thing. And actually she got completely walked away, completely free from that. Didn't go any further into it. It was just curiosity at, at first. But, but it was a trap of the enemy. Amen. And so the Holy Spirit, right at the very beginning of that trap, help me recognize that trap and deal with it and i'm telling you my daughter right now is on fire for jesus she loves jesus man she absolutely loves jesus she's leading stuff in schools they're seeing people getting saved and uh she's hungry for the spirit i never ever push them towards ministry the other day she said right uh, i mean <laughs> she doesn't call me ryan <laughs> she said dad i want to go to bible college and study theology i'm like what <laughs> and uh it's just awesome. Holy Spirit-led parenting. Because, I mean, we're pretty clueless. Like, we didn't read all the books. and <laughs> We're just relying on the Holy Spirit. And our kids are turning out all right. So, praise God for that. All right. I think I've preached enough. Hey, you had enough preaching? <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys are great. It's been really good being here. You guys are an amazing church here in Albany. And I've just, I've just met quite a lot of you guys and just really, really impressed with the, with the quality of people that are in this church. And I'm telling you, you guys are an amazing team. You're like an army, but you're, you're a team and you're a family. And uh, loyalty is something so precious. Something so, and there's, re- there's real loyalty in this house. You just sense that there's loyalty in this house. There's honor in this house. I tell you, it is such a precious thing. I don't sense there's a lot of politics and fighting and backbite, you know, all that kind of stuff. And maybe there's a little bit of that. Every church has, you know, got a little bit of that. Some churches have a, a lot of that. But um, there, there's, there's, a, there's a pure stream in this church. And um, I tell you, there's, there's just, it's really encouraging to be here, actually. And uh, I, I'm hoping to be invited back sometime and bring my wife bring my wife maybe some of my children and I, I feel you know I really felt the Holy Spirit saying you need to respond to this invitation and go there and bless and uh, I don't I don't just want to go and bless and then that's it just move on I, I'm look I'm looking for divine partnerships in the spirit we can help help each other and feeling a connection with this church and whatever my part to play is just to to bless and impart then I want to be faithful with that and because I believe God really has amazing things for you guys. And, 
And you need to lift, keep lifting your vision. Don't think, oh, we're just in a small town, just a small church. No, no, God has got multitudes He wants to bring in you. Um, possibly even church plants, some church plants out of here, other campuses around, around town. Different ministries starting up. You, you're, a, you're a man of God. Hey, Roy, it is, hey? There is something special on your life. And, 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 and when I first met you, I could, I could just see you've got a heart for people, to help people. You love helping people. That's your heart. And helping people that are, you know, un, unfortunate, have had a rough upbringing. You've been through some of that stuff. I didn't know that when I first met you, but, but that, that's, you've just got such a beautiful heart for that. And, and, and it's just purity. It's just such a pure stream flowing from you. It's just a love of Jesus. Just a real, you've got a connection with Jesus, like a real connection with Jesus. And uh, I believe God, God's, he's laid some things on your heart, perhaps some ideas for ministry and stuff. And uh, I believe he's going to bring you into it. It's going to be, his favor is going to be on it. It's going to be successful. And uh, you're, just, you're just a good man. <laughs> you know, you're just a really good man. And God's love and his favor is on you. And why don't you just stand? I just want to, I just want to pray for you and and your wife as well together so you guys are a team it's just special i love the artistic creativity over you guys as well and when you just reach out your hands to these guys father we just thank you for this couple lord i just thank you for the calling the giftings the uniqueness it doesn't always fit into the box fit into the mold fact i i just know that you've never wanted to <laughs> i could just know and that's a good thing that's a good but but the thing is your heart's not rebellious your heart is is surrendered to jesus and i can see you honor this house you honor the pastors and so it's fine not to fit into the box <laughs> jesus never did <laughs> refreshing right now Refreshing, Holy Spirit, refreshing in Jesus' name. Might need some catches. Let's <laughs> release the anointing for this next season. The anointing, yes, yes, the anointing for this next season. Prophetic creativity, prophetic creativity over you right now. Prophetic creativity activated and released at another dimension and level in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. See many sisters and daughters coming to the Lord through your ministry, through your art, through your creativity. We see the sons. We see the sons coming out of darkness, coming out of hurt, coming out of pain and getting healed, getting restored, coming into the manifestation of the sons of God. Jesus' mighty name. You're a mentor, a mentor to help bring them through, to impart the love of God to them, the life of God. We just release that supernatural activation right now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, come. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just take more. Release more. Release more in Jesus' name. Go on. Just release. Just you can release an anointing, an increased anointing. There it is. See, as you release it, just bam. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Holy Spirit, wisdom. Just guidance. Guidance and wisdom. That's not hard. It's not trying to 
draw blood out of a stone. It's just effortless wisdom and guidance of the Holy Spirit. Strategies, divine connections, financial favor. We release financial favor in Jesus' name. Right now, we release financial favor to be attracted, finances to be attracted to them. Finances that follow the vision. (laughs) Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Lord, if there's anyone... Amen. (laughs) Yes, and amen. (laughs) And if there's anyone that's sick here tonight... We just come against sickness in Jesus' name. If you've got any kind of pain, infirmity, sickness in your body, why don't you just raise your hands. Spirit of the Lord is present to heal. We just come against sickness in the name of Jesus. We stand against it. We say it has no right in this place. It has no right in people's bodies. And we thank you that, God, it is not hard to be healed. It is a miracle that comes from heaven. And God, you are a miraculous God, and you are in this place. And so we pray that you would begin to touch each person right now with your miracle power in Jesus' mighty name. And we command sick bodies to be healed right now in Jesus' name. We break the spirit of infirmity. We break it right now. We command it to go in Jesus' name, and we release, there it is, we just release that supernatural healing touch of heaven. Go and just receive that in your body right now. In the glory, there actually there's a glory of God here. It's like a sacred glory. Atmosphere changes and His glory comes in. In the, in the, in the, in the glory, healings are easy. <laughs> Thank you right now in your glory. Lord God, Jesus, you're releasing healings, 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 Jesus' name, over minds, migraines, being healed right now, in Jesus' name, torment in the mind, being healed right now, depression, mental illness, mental inabilities and, and stuff like that, we just healed in Jesus name healing in the mind healing in the brain coming down the spinal column nervous system we declare healing healing in Jesus name healing of organs different organs struggling we just declare healing over those organs right now in the name of Jesus muscles pains aches stiffness sores we just declare healing in the name of Jesus right now. Rashes. We declare healing in the name of Jesus. Cavities and teeth. <laughs> you guys are like this one. <laughs> Dentists. We declare cavities and teeth being healed in Jesus' name. If they don't get healed, you can go see some really good dentists over here. <laughs> but we just declare. We don't want them to be out of work. <laughs> but Father, we just do declare healing. Teeth. Different things in the teeth. Jesus' name. You just take it. You just take your healing. Feet. Feet. Anybody here have a problem with your feet? <laughs> you do? You? Yep. Okay. There you go. All right. You just take your healing right now. We just release healing and wholeness in the feet right now in the name of Jesus. That's it. That's it. <laughs> yes. We release that miracle. That miracle to take place right now in the name of Jesus. Healing, 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 wholeness.
wholeness. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Re- reproduction, reproduction, reproductive organs, fertility, wombs. We release healing right now in Jesus' name. We release wholeness, divine wholeness, divine order in the name of Jesus. Fear is broken. Fear is broken. Fear goes in Jesus' name. Unbelief, doubt goes right now in Jesus' name. Faith comes and healing comes and wholeness comes. Divine, divine wholeness in wombs, reproductive systems in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we thank you for it. Just receive that if that's you. Just receive it. Receive it. Mm. Thank you. Let's just soak in this for a little bit longer. And then we're going we're gonna to end the meeting, but the Holy Spirit's going to keep ministering. Hey, this is Ryan Rufus from New Nature Ministries, and I just want to encourage you that uh, if you're enjoying New Nature Ministries and being fed and being blessed, uh, would you consider making a financial donation um, or even possibly partnering with us on a monthly basis? We just absolutely value and appreciate any financial amount that you give. Uh, We appreciate your partnership. And it's just a wonderful thing to have other people standing with us in this gospel. We're not going to charge for the gospel. We're going to just take it to the nations. And God is our source and our provider. But uh, we just want to give you the opportunity as well to stand with us financially and to sow a seed into this ministry. And I truly believe that that seed, God is going to honor that seed. He's going to bless that seed. And it's going to bring a harvest um, of blessing in many people's lives and including your life. And so no pressure. This is up to you. Just if it's resonating with your heart, um, we just want to give you that opportunity. And so you can go to our website, newnatureministries.org, and look on the Partner Give page. It's got all the information on there. I just want to say thank you uh, for considering standing with us financially. And I just pray God's blessings be multiplied to you. In Jesus' name, God bless.